a podcast about being roommates, colon, special series, colon, James and Jonathan discuss the masterpieces, right? And then this particular episode is then, colon, Blue Velvet, colon, a film by David Lynch. Yeah. When we literally, we just finished. Yeah, we just finished. We just it. finished that episode. I feel numb and sad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Can I discuss the first thing I want to discuss? Okay. Which is just having a big TV in your house. Right. With a with an armchair is just the most optimal viewing experience. Oh, yeah. It's like I, I really felt, because when I was younger, I used to watch Ebert and Roper at the movies. Yeah. And I think they would sometimes show a little segment of, like, Ebert and Roper sitting beside each other watching the movie. Like they were showing off. Like they were showing off that they but got they a private... Little... Yeah, that they, that they, because they were professional movie critics, got a private viewing. And well, what it's really like... keyed you off is you can actually see them flipping you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bottom part of the screen. Yeah. But you and I, I mean, in today's, you know, today's high-tech cyber society, yeah. you and I are basically Ebert and Roper as of whenever we release this. Certainly were as knowledgeable. Uh, why were they bad? No. I thought they were good. I, I was trying to be sarcastic. Oh, I see. Self-deprecating. I understand. But <laughs> I said that I'm just taking shots at Ebert and Roper. I wonder what Roper's doing these days. Yeah, fucking Roper. Like, Roper's still alive, right? Like, they killed him off over time, but, like... Well, no, actually, what it, happened... Is it now Roper and somebody yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always liked Roper. A lot of people didn't like Roper because he had a bit of an edge to him, but I... he wasn't Siskel. Well, there was that. See, that's the thing, is uh, I never saw Siskel. I was too young, so I didn't feel attached. No, didn't Whoever they replaced... I think probably I knew that they replaced Roper, and I was just like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Not ba- like back in the good old days when it was <laughs> Ebert and Roper. Yeah. It's interesting there's no there's no room for just a television show that reviews movies anymore. I couldn't imagine it, no. No, they tr- keep trying to make it work, yeah. and it just keeps failing. What about podcasts? How are they doing? Great. Okay, so it's good that what we're doing here is good. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a hook than what we had before. It's a lot more of a, a hook. A lot more. I think people will like, so far I feel like this episode is going well. <laughs> yeah, okay, so this is what I want to discuss. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's literally 30 years ago. It's 1986. Right. And you see this movie, which the poster of it is a bunch of blue velvet and a man and a woman seemingly kind of like romantically holding each other right. with the words blue velvet yeah. scrolled across in like and sexy writing. And then you sit down. <laughs> and this is what you get. And this is what you get. Now, like, okay, let me ask this. Was David Lynch like had other stuff of his come out before and people knew what then people would have some idea that of the kind of thing he'd be doing you know i'm not sure i i can't remember if this is before or after twin peaks okay but i know this is like this is really what it hit big movie wise at least right so i mean uh because so we have I'll, I'll i'll be up front we have the segment uh uh view it or screw it yeah, right view it or screw it and i'm gonna say view it i am gonna say view it but I do want to try to clarify why this wasn't just a bad movie, <laughs> right? Because it's it. Well, I think part of why it's not a bad movie has to do with its just constant self mocking. 
Something like that. I don't know if it's self-mocking. Um, is it not? No. Okay. I don't think it's self-mockery. It's okay. It's hard to tell what's just like the effects of the time, too, I suppose. I'd say almost nothing is the effects. Okay, of the time. that's that was my original thought. Not explicitly, but I thought that the way in which it was bad was self-mocking, but you go on. It depends on what you mean when you say self-mockery. So, okay, so take the ending, yeah. right? All of a sudden, everything's wonderful, they're in love, the fucking bird that you can tell is fucking fake that represents the Robin story love is sitting there and like it's too fast right and it's just clearly and it's like everything's great now they're you know like it just meanwhile the whole fucking movie has just been this fucking nihilistic horror show right yeah. like it just seems like it's self I mean self and like the way the main character and basically everybody, for that matter, is just dull and dumb and uninteresting. Yeah. Right? Like, well, I, I love there's, like, this moment in this movie, like, where he's, where he's just like, I think you're a swell girl. And then she's like, I think you are too. Yeah. I mean, except a guy. Yeah. There's so many things like that. Where it's just, right? like, aggressively banal stuff combined <laughs> yeah. with just, like, this extremely horrific yeah. stuff. And... What's interesting is is even the extremely horrific stuff. Okay, this is what I think not only makes him like a good director, but yeah. a great director. Uh -huh. Is that I feel so? Let's say a good director makes this movie. He has this kind of like beautiful suburbia, right? That then gets disrupted by this like just dark horrific realistic stuff mm -hmm. and then you just end up back and it's like supposed to be about the dark underbelly of um society yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah but everything in this movie is wank wonky as fuck yeah. right like in the most horrific scene there's just like a weird lady dancing on yeah. top of a car yeah right or just, like, in the nice scenes of suburbia, there's suddenly a close-up of, like, ants eating an ear or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just how easy it is for the main character to get in on all this. Yeah, right? I mean... Like, who is this guy? How did this happen? He sounds like a maniac when he's just like, oh, I don't want to get into the plot of this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But, but just, but you're, I mean... This is what I'm okay, saying, yeah. is that the, the Lynchian thing is, is just... This feeling like you've been dropped into another universe, mm -hmm. of, but it's not another universe in like the Star Wars sense. Right. It's 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 a life that has been fundamentally disrupted. Like it's not like oh, it's like Lord of the Rings where yeah. It's but it's in the same way. It's like just this alternate reality yeah, where everything's yeah. just like shitty and weird. Right. I'd say, like, the closest, and it really hit home when watching this, the, just how much just Tim and Eric is just this, but slightly <laughs> different. Well, it's interesting. When we were watching it, we were laughing a lot. Yeah. Do you think that's what we were supposed to be doing? Yes. Yeah, see, I think that has to do with the self-mocking. It's got to. Like, the way things just happen in this... Either just so we laughed when they were so ridiculous, or when they were just like too. What would happen, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. This is my issue with the word self mocking. Yeah. Is I don't think this movie. I think this movie is very 
has a sense of its own importance. Does it? Okay. But not, it's not making fun of itself. Okay. It's making fun of the idea of making a movie. Right. I mean, okay. It's, it's making fun of the idea of being a human being. Yeah. I mean, it's more, it's, it's, it's mocking of everything. Right. Like, I feel sort of cheesy, like, making interpretations like this, but I was sort of thinking, you have this guy who's basically dumb, and he's trying to, like, find out some sort of truth. Yeah. Right? And it's just bad. It's just a bad idea. (laughs) And it's just meaningless and dark. And, I mean, I suppose he's saved by love, but basically he's just essentially a stupid thing. And he sh- and it was bad of him to try to understand things. <laughs> but like even in that framework of him being saved by love, there's just mm. this scene where she just shows up, this like woman who's been held captive, yeah, and he's been having some sort of an affair with her. Right. She just shows up naked, and she's like, he he put his pee pee in me, and then there's just this <laughs> long uncomfortable shot of his quasi girlfriend just with just like a weird twisted face. Yeah. Which really, I mean, they weren't official. I mean, I don't know. I mean, she was dating another guy. Yeah. So anyway, but she's upset. She's sad. She forgives him. She's just sad. Immediately. Yeah. In the next scene, she's like, "I forgive you. You're great." Did we decide if this guy is good looking or not? Like, was oh, that haircut? Was that haircut that sort of quasi mullety thing? I was going to say that quasi just... Matthew Broderick. Oh my god! I I was thinking about making some sort of joke about fucking this being uh, uh, what's that movie? Fuck. Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off too, but I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so I don't know if that's a good joke or not. I think it's a great joke, and I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> but it's clearly like this is the like dark underbelly of that idea, right? Yeah. Even though I don't know what that movie was, but he had a day off and he had adventures. Yeah. That's like this guy. This guy just wants the adventure. <laughs> he just wants those sweet adventures. Yeah, he just he just wants those insights. Fuck, the movie was aggressively devoid of explicit insights, though, am I right? Like, who said anything interesting? Well, I don't know. I think, uh, what's his name? The the villain is pretty interesting. The fucking crazy guy yeah. who's taking the gas? I gotta say, I don't know about you, but the middle part of the movie where, where he just takes the guy on the joyride is mm. just... I feel like I'm having a, a like my 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 reality is was being like actively altered during that like half hour. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean, it does. I, I think probably the main reason I'm giving this a view it. Yeah. Is that I did get sucked into the world, which I think is very important. Like when at the beginning of the movie, I was sort of like, "What the fuck? This is too fast." But then by about midway through, I was just like, okay, this is where we are. We're in this world where this guy just got curious about a fucking ear he found. And now he's fucking solving a murder mystery thing. But I, and some like hot high school girl is like his quasi-girlfriend. Great. I'm, I'm down. You know. But everything in it is just so aggressively stupid. I love it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like the, the scene where he turns up to the policeman with an ear... He, the policeman just <laughs> looks in the face and like, yep, yep that's, that's an ear. <laughs> no, that's true. Like, the, the only character who 
in theory, could have been intelligent as that guy, and he says almost nothing, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, he just, he basically, he doesn't engage the guy. Either he's stupid, too, or he's just, like, recognizing the other guy is stupid and just not engaging him. And when he was just, like, he's tells, he tells the stupid mullet guy, like, not to get involved, and he's like, I find it interesting, and he's like, I find it interesting, too. <laughs> I guess that's why I became a detective. And then the stupid mullet guy is just like, oh, it must be great. And then he's like, and then he's like it's also, what do you say? It's, it's also, also horrible. It's also horrible. <laughs> like, it's like he's talking to his fucking son or something, right? Like, Well, yeah, because it's like, it's just like what someone would say in yeah. that moment in a movie, <laughs> yeah. but just devoid of any conviction. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I was trying to... Like, at first I thought maybe it was bad acting, but it was actually very good acting. Yeah. Because they managed to suck you in despite having no personality. Right? Like... But I just love, like, everything in this movie is wrong. Like, it just has, like, a weird, misshapen, like, fur tooth thing on his... Which is never explained. (laughs) That 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 detail could have been left out, and there would be no difference. But that detail makes the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess what is he? He's done something weird like this before. No, I just think it means nothing. Yeah. Is this movie nihilistic? I don't know. It's hard to say what it is. I almost feel. Like it's it's an angry movie. Yeah, like it's angry. It's angry that we have to pretend to be in these patterns. Right. It's like the movie is trying to show us that everything is bullshit. That's how I feel. Right. Like I can imagine like a a, a movie with a plot like not. In some ways analogous, where you re- where it would be possible to interpret the ending as maybe love can conquer or something, right? Yeah. But the way this was done, it just seemed like taking that, like not taking that as sarcastic is just impossible. Yeah. I feel like it's not even sarcastic. It's just like, it's just like someone who, who has like kids and he just hates his kids, yeah. but he just has to tell them, I love you, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And he just says it just because that's what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, I think they believe it, though. I mean, it raises something that always tortures me, which is how dull, boring, dumb people <laughs> fall in love with each other, <laughs> which happens constantly. And that's what happened to these people. I mean, who is this guy? Why does... I mean, I guess he's, you know, he, he's willing to take on danger. Purely out of stupidity. And I guess that might be attractive. But she just fucking loves him. And he loves her. I mean, I guess she's pretty. But what the fuck does she really do either? You know what was fun in this movie? Is the scene where he gets confronted by the boyfriend. And then, like, <laughs> immediately the boyfriend is completely... Out of his element. <laughs> yeah. Because he just, there's this scene where, so he like, steals this guy's girlfriend. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to mess you up. And then all of a sudden there's just this naked woman that's horribly beaten, <laughs> just like talking nonsense. Yeah. But then the, 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 the boyfriend's friend, he just is like, I'm sorry, right? The, the, the boyfriend is like, I'm sorry. And his friend was just like, 
thought you were going to kill him, Eric. <laughs> like, what? like, what are you supposed to do? Like, every single detail in this movie is so aggressively wonky. That, yeah. That's what I, I kind of like about David Lynch and try to draw from him is that... Draw from him when doing what? Well, composing. Music. Yeah. Okay. Is this idea that things... And I don't think I've really gotten there yet, but it's just like everything is 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 a joke, but that doesn't lead towards humor. Mm. It leads towards the opposite of humor. Right. Like there's despair. Just, yeah. It leads to despair. Yeah. Right. There's. I love that scene where she just uh, sees that her her. The girl sees her current boyfriend. Yeah. And he just gets angry that he sees her. Then yeah. he goes back into this football formation. And, <laughs> yeah. he goes, and, yeah. and they're just doing this ridiculous, like, and like some of the just what you would do. Yeah. For some reason. But it's just like what it's, it's plausible. It's what you would do if you were a macho football player in the 80s, right? I mean, yeah. And it's the just, fact that the town all the is called thing. Lumbertown, yeah. and just repeatedly over and over again, there's just a giant truck of lumber that drives mm. by the screen, like, very loudly. Like, even the idea of trying to, like, draw symbolism out yeah. of the movie is mocked. <laughs> or when um, the fucking evil guys were meeting up, and he had the pictures that he took with that stupid camera thing, <laughs> and it's <laughs> allies... <laughs> and even like this stupid way there was like a truck that said allies yeah and even the stupid way he was taking those pictures yeah it was like the most like this guy just thinks he's being super cool <laughs> it's the try hardness I think the I main character seen. the actor did a great job because could you imagine being less interesting <laughs> like how could you believably be that dull in those situations. Yeah. I will say the, the... I will tip my hand a little bit. I saw this movie in my intro to film class. Oh, you've seen it before? Yeah. Okay. And this is probably the least weird thing he showed us. Everything else he showed us was so aggressively obscure. Yeah. Uh, and this one at least people have heard of. Um, even though I think it is deeply strange. Yeah, I think watching this one, I I can truly say that this movie carries with it a, a certain aura when you're watching it that is just deeply distressing. Is... Yeah, yeah, it, it's like I feel like probably for like four or five days I'll feel slightly bad. Yeah, <laughs> and not just because that's my normal way of life, but because of this movie, and I, it's... I'll have an offness somewhere in my brain, being like. Argh. And it's a deep offness. Yeah. It's not just that it shows you bad things, it's that everything in the movie is wrong. Yeah, and there's there doesn't there's it's like there's no distinction between the bad work because okay. Like I recognize living my life that there's just like people involved in horrible crime. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think like they do their thing and I do mine, you know. When mm-hmm. we did the podcast before I was working at a coffee shop, now I'm a recluse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, update on my life but yes. uh, but anyway whatever I'm doing in the past I was an academic then I was working in a coffee shop right um, I'm not that's a different world yeah 
And in this, it was like, who, what, there's no fucking difference, really, right? It's all, everything's just this blend of nothingness that some of it happens to have murder. Who cares, really? Yeah, it's the idea is that, like, this dark, seedy underbelly is just as equally banal. As <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just, <laughs> another thing I love is the main villain, I think his name was Frank. Yeah. Um, there's this thing where he's just very moved by music mm. and like the idea that people who are moved by things are evil. <laughs> you think people... Mm-hmm. Well, he's just like every time you see him like listening yeah. to a piece of music, he's just oh, yeah. crying. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and the guy just sang at the party for... Like, there's so many things like that. I know, it's so weird. I love it because like this guy just... There's this guy who appears in the middle of the movie where they just keep on calling him, what, Debonair? I forget what exactly. Uh, something like that, yeah. And he's just like, he's just like this really reserved guy who just yeah. seems to be watching it all with a sense of like irony and remove, but then just for no reason goes up and just punches the main <laughs> yeah, character in yeah. the stomach. Because why not? Why right? not? <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. He's not, he's not at some sort of like ironic distance he's just like he just wants to punch people yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i feel that it there's a weird thing and i'm glad it's in the movie but it's like the only unequivocally comic moment it's just when this guy's like i'm pete and then like he just like walks away slowly while staring at the main character i don't remember that it's okay so it's one of the henchmen in the crew. Okay. He goes up to our main character. He's like, what's your name? And then he's like, my name is Pete. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and then yeah. he just like slowly He's kind of like away. a gesture character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess now we have to answer the question, view it or screw it? Yeah. Well, I mean, just the fruitful discussion that this has led to, I'm going to say view it. But I'm going to say it's a bit of a reserved view it. Like recognize that you will have a sort of bad feeling in your gut. This movie might not be for everyone. It, yeah. It's it's very graphic, and even more distressingly, it it just takes that and it kind of removes all human meaning from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I I feel it's hard not to interpret it as nihilistic. Yeah. So I think I mean, you know, it's very it's a very deep movie, but it may not be ready for a wide audience. But that's the weird thing is this movie audience. was just a huge hit. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> just everyone couldn't get enough of their blue velvet. I feel that's the funny thing is a dumb person could go see this movie and just enjoy it. They would just look at it on face value? Yeah. But it's just so... But then it would just be painful. It would just be unpleasant. Well, I don't know. The, the guy, he, he goes, he has intrigues, and, uh, and then, then he gets the girl. Love. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe people. It's two possibilities. One, people were smarter than, or at least more into something like this. Or uh, you don't have to appeal to as many people as we think to be a big hit. Like, as many. Like, if everybody of a certain class sees it, mm-hmm. it could still be a hit. I don't really know. Or at least could could have been in the 80s. I don't know how many people were seeing movies in the 80s. Most things I don't know. Well, this gets into a whole other area of interpretation of this movie, and I think we might be going long. But okay. I think there's a certain... There's this, this movie's really also interested in voyeurism, 
the mm, idea of Sidra both yeah. as watching, yeah. watching all this lewd stuff, yeah. watching this woman be degraded on yeah. screen, yeah. Uh, and the idea that, especially in the 80s, this stuff would seem so edgy. Right. Yeah. It would almost, to a certain kind of person who just is bad, would just seem like a cool, like, sexy dangerous movie right I mean I could even see I could see people just sort of watching it and just thinking it's just disgusting and bad a lot of people did yeah but that 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 also makes people want to see it because the film becomes a bad boy as we've discussed you can't be a bad boy unless some people think you're bad yes you can't be a bad boy unless some people think you're bad for this film is a bad boy yeah it's a bad boy film it's like the bad boy that like fucking reads Nietzsche something like that <laughs> it's interesting Ugh, I wish I could stop saying that but this is an unedited podcast this yeah. one um, I wish I could stop saying it's interesting but the world's just such an interesting, interesting place, place. Um, when we if you if we ever get around to watching some of his later movies mm-hmm. like Mulholland Drive especially I'd be more than happy to revisit sure um they're much more emotionally rich and mm. much more about real things. Did you, just to backtrack for one second, you're saying view it, I take it. This movie, I say view it, okay, absolutely, yeah. if but you're up other, for it. Yeah, but then the other ones uh, have different characteristics that are... Yeah, I mean, it's better. still all very Lynchian... Mm-hmm. But I here's the funny thing is I'm pretty sure I saw Mulholland Drive, but it was like ten years ago. Yeah, and I just saw it was like fucking in like first year cultural studies. So yeah. I was like, I, I watched it the way you watch something that you like have to watch to yeah. like write something, you know. Oh, can I say something about this this crazy first year uh, intro to cinema class? Yeah. This yeah. is a guy who made me write a forty thousand word paper for a first year course, which is like just madness it's madness like people I don't think necessarily everyone is taking that in 40,000 words yeah I was writing like 500 to at most 2,000 words he was a maniac for first year like 40,000 words for an essay like what the fuck okay, was so my doctoral thesis it, like <laughs> it was not an essay yeah it was you had to watch a movie, and every single shot, you had to describe everything that happened in that shot within the technical language of film study. So, I mean, still, madness. Yeah. I don't, I, in fact, I'm not going to qualify that. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide.